Welcome to Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 8.30 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 on KATX and KWBY, as Angela Robinson joins Terry Slavens to share important financial information to help you live life on purpose. Insurance, investments, estate and tax planning, and much more. All covered now on Life Planning 101. And welcome into Life Planning 101 right here on KETX KWBY. A couple of different things this morning. First of all, it's not Monday. It's Tuesday. We had a national holiday yesterday, Labor Day. I hope everyone stayed safe. And we also have rain this morning, which is unusual. And we have Jim Kennedy instead of Angela. Kind of like the rain. It just shows up occasionally. (laughs) (laughs) We're always glad to have Jim in and uh, talk about things. But September, if you can remember a year ago, Life Insurance Awareness Month is the month of September. And uh, Jim's here to tell us a little bit about life insurance and some of the uh, needs and things that it can accomplish. Yeah, it's, uh, it's something that... I think years ago, you used to see a life insurance salesman on every corner and, and they was calling you, trying to come to your house, your business, whatever. Don't see that as much today. And most of the life insurance is done uh, maybe through the insurance agent where you buy your auto insurance and, and maybe your banker recommends that you get some. But it is something extremely important. And uh, I learned this years ago. I started an insurance business in 1978. And that's that's been a while back. A while but back. I found out, found out very quickly that, you know, people only bought insurance for really one reason. That's because they cared for their family. They sure. loved them and wanted to take care of them. So once you found that out with someone and they wanted to sit down, sit down and talk. But life insurance can be used for a lot of different things. Uh, we look at people's uh, estate planning, for example, or they're going to owe taxes down the road. Life insurance is probably one of the most efficient ways to pay for those taxes because you'll pay less money into it. And the, and the, the great thing about life insurance is the death benefit is tax-free. There is no taxes on that. So it's a great planning tool uh, if you have a, a, a big tax situation when mom and dad have passed away grandma grandpa something of that nature a sell of a business sometimes the business is owned that it's going to be taxed you know when it transfers to the kids so it's not even a state tax but it gives be income tax sure. so it allows you to make some changes in the way the ownership of the business is but taxes is a, a big use for that and obviously business planning is something insurance is used for because uh you know you have a partnership and all of a sudden uh one of the partners pass away and now you have the spouse as your partner and the spouse really doesn't care anything about running that business they don't want the business they may want, not even know anything about the they business. don't know anything about the but they want out of the business and you need to have the funds to buy them out well if all your money's tied up in your business where's the money going to come from and life insurance, again, is a, a great way to, to plan for that. And actually, there's a story uh, we have right now that there's a gentleman that <clears throat> they took their their whole business and put it inside their 401k. And so they are, they're, all their assets are tied up in the 401k. Well, the partner passed away, and the spouse, 
She wants her money out of her 401k. For them to get the money out of that 401k, they have to sell the real estate or they have to be able to borrow against that. Mm. And had they had life insurance, he would have gotten a death benefit for the value of his part of the business, could have paid her off and she could go on down the road. Now, not only did it ruin it ruin one life, it's going to ruin two lives, you know, because he's going to have to sell out to be able to get the money to 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 pay her off. Of course, and, uh, also if you have a very critical or crucial employee, very that's very that's very true. You know, a lot of times you'll have a key employee like like me. You know, I've got two or three of those key employees and <laughs> key something. managers. Yeah, it's key managers of your business. But if you a lot of business owners don't even they're not even they're in the business. You know, they they hire people to run their business for them, and if that person were to get killed in an automobile accident, um, die of a heart attack, then all of a sudden they're trying to find someone else, scramble, get someone else to run that business, or they're back into it. And they may, they themselves may not know that much about running the business. So that's a big, big a plus is to have insurance on that key employee. You really need to have that. One other thing that we're seeing is uh, – a lot of times people are looking for places to put money and uh, life insurance has always been that vehicle that you could put money into and you can what we call maximize a policy where you put as much as you possibly can you don't really look the, for the benefit of the, the death benefit of the life insurance but you you want the accumulation of money to be built up in there and the great thing about life insurance is that money's asset protected so if you get sued, they can't get to it. When you go to pull it out down the road, like at retirement age, you can pull it out tax-free. You know, so you have to ask yourself this question. Do you think taxes are going to go up or go down or stay the same? <laughs> you know, And I think we all pretty much predict that that tax rate could go up. Sure. More, more likely that that would happen. So what would be, a, be any better than having tax-free income when you, when you get ready to retire, not have to pay taxes on it. So Absolutely. That'd be a great plus. Well, when we come back, we'll have more Life Insurance Awareness Month right here on KTX KWBY. Segment two, Life Planning 101 with Jim Kennedy. It's Life Insurance Awareness Month. Jim? Yeah. Uh, we was talking about using life insurance as retirement incomes, one source. It also can be used as an emergency fund. You know, a lot of people want to put money back and they don't want to touch it. But if you want, if you, if you let your cash value build up in that, that life insurance policy, it's a source of being able to get to the money. And you can borrow the money or you can take the money out. You can withdraw the money. Of course, if you borrow it, you can put it back in. And usually it's the best case because once you take it out, you know, chances most, are. Yeah, the chance for most people are never going to put the money back into the, and the, the other thing that. I like about that is compared to a savings account. First of all, your returns probably gonna be better, but a savings account at the same bank that you have your checking account is too easily accessible. That's true. I mean, with a life insurance, you have to go in and physically. I mean, you you make a conscious decision to withdraw that money, where it's not as simple and easy as a savings account. Oh, I just type a couple of keys in and it's transferred to my checking account and boom, it's gone. That's right. That's but, right. Uh, so you're, you're exactly right, Terry. 
you know, it, it really is a true emergency fund. You know, when it's an emergency is when you want to take it out. You don't want to just use it as a passbook savings account. Sure. So, but that liquidity feature is something that most people are not aware of. They think they put their money in. They can't get it back out. And true, you do have, it is long-term. It's not short-term. So it's not something you want to put it in today and we'll take it out tomorrow. We're talking, you know, down the roads. And, and if you're not going to buy policy and keep it at least 10 years you probably don't want to buy that type of policy and so you can buy term insurance which a lot of people own because it's very inexpensive and some changes that we've seen on term insurance is it's gotten cheaper but you also don't have the privileges in the the new term policies that you had in some of the older policies like if you owned bought a 10-year or 20-year term and you're in your you know, last year or two of that policy, you say you find that you've got cancer and you need to keep that policy. Well, a lot of these policies you can't convert. Mm. So you have to go through a re-underwriting, which means you have to be healthy to get new insurance. Well, then now you're going to run out of insurance, pay down all those years and you can't keep it. Right. And that's, that's very dangerous. So a lot of times we, we recommend, you know, you want to get with an expert, and, you know, and I always say it's never the answer. It's the questions, you know, know when you're talking to one, someone and probably maybe even talk to a couple of different people uh, about buying insurance. Because even the companies that we know as the household names are not the same as they were uh, in the past. So things are just different. Things are changing. We know that across the board just about on anything that you buy nowadays let me ask you about this and this is relatively new uh to insurance policies uh i mean not it's been around for quite a while now but have you seen a terminal illness benefit paid out uh, a lot of the policies come now where you can if, if a doctor says you have x amount of time to live the benefit uh, half of the benefit can be usually is what it is can be withdrawn yeah it's called a chronic illness rider so you can put that on there and you can use it even if like a long-term care rider so chronic illness uh you can you can get to the death benefits so you're not having to wait till you die and that's that's a big big plus because like it doesn't replace disability insurance but it's probably as close to it as anything and it allows allows you to get to that money and the family to get to it when they really need it and when when you're both still living and and uh and bills are expensive and maybe you're having to travel a lot uh you're not not being able to work so you need that you need that benefit so life insurance has changed it's not again it's not the same policy that we saw in, in 25 years, years ago that's right it's it's very very uh, different Universal life is a thing of the past, uh, for the most part. Well, I don't know if you call it a thing of the past. It's it's still there. You know, they have whole life, which is our old traditional products. And universal life came about because of interest rates when they went so high. And then they wanted to compete with the banks because people were pulling their money out of whole life products as fast as they could to put it in a... 10 to 12 percent or 18 percent interest rate well we all know where interest rates are today sure and so uh, that has changed uh, another common policy that you sell out see out there today is a variable life that's where you can invest in the stock market and then they have a index policy that's kind of a combination of the two 
it's tied to an index. There's not any downside in the policy, maybe not quite as much upside, but you can get market close to market closer to market returns in, in that policy. Again, it's you know it's like it's like anything. If you're going to have surgery, you probably want to talk to the doctor. You maybe talk to two doctors, ask a lot of questions, because for the cons average consumer to go decide what's best for them, it's it's near impossible. Sure. And having a professional to help you decide what's good for you, I'd also recommend that you you work with someone that s offers all of these products. If you if you work with some some agents some uh, organizations out there they only offer some of these products they don't offer all because so then you got a bias could have a bias answer and that that would not be good so you'd want to make sure that that you're getting a real real well-rounded explanation to to what you need and and don't don't feel bad about asking questions because it is something that once you buy it you get it issued, you throw it in the drawer a lot of time and filing cabinet, and you don't look at it again for, for several years. And one thing we'll tell you is that life insurance today needs to be reviewed on an annual basis, just like all your other investments. And to throw it, set it over to one side and say, oh, I've got life insurance is not exactly what prudent. you may not, yeah. may not be prudent to do that. Another big thing is a lot of people buy group insurance, buy insurance through their, their business or their company. Uh, they have group insurance. And a group insurance can change in a business. And so you, you need to keep up with it. And it's a very inexpensive way to buy insurance. But again, what if you got laid off? What if you quit? Can you keep the insurance? Can you convert it? You know, and then you find you, you depend on that group insurance and all of a sudden you've got a a lifetime illness and now you can't get insurance and so you want to be real careful about your group insurance yes it's great uh it's it should you should have at least seven years worth of income for insurance that's the that's what the, the national life insurance association says but i think it's uh, it's different for everyone and you really need to review that and see what's best best in your situation because your debt may be different your income may be different your opportunities in the future could be different than your neighbors or some friend that you're talking to so it's very important to to uh, review all those things and make sure it's a good fit for you all right we'll take another break come back and wrap things up right here on life planning 101 final segment already and jim has some life insurance facts jim yeah um i do want to uh remind everyone that you may this may be you it may be your mom dad grandma grandpa they own life insurance they've had it for more than a few years i'd say 10 years or more they need to review that insurance don't take it for granted that it's okay and uh interest rates dropping the way they are insurance companies are raising costs internally and uh, that policy could be in jeopardy of, of canceling out because it doesn't have enough money to pay for itself so be sure you get an expert professional that knows about the different types of policies get some help on reviewing that and uh it's very very important uh, we've had several cases where people's insurance policy was going to run out in their later years of life and they had no idea that 
it was going to cancel. So it's, it's very important to do that. Uh, I want to give, give you some reasons why uh, Americans give up owning life insurance or what the top three reasons they give for owning it is they want to buy it for a burial policy, you know, and that's, that's good. And we all need that. We all got to take care of that. You know, a lot of people will just go buy a plan at the, at the nursing, I mean, at the funeral home, but, um, but a lot of people own life insurance just to cover that expense. The problem with that is the fact we don't know what the expense is going to be when we die. You know, do we have enough? So, you know, there's some uh, different ideas, different thoughts about that and going ahead and paying for that burial policy or, or buy insurance that covers that. And so uh, depends on how elaborate your funeral is. It could be very <laughs> inexpensive, and it could be very expensive. We've seen people spend over $50,000 on a funeral. So, uh, you know, it all, it's, everyone's a little different. Uh, another reason is to help replace lost wages and income of wages that earns money needs to replace that income. Without that income, where's the money going to come from? And I know for years I've always said I don't want my wife or you don't want your husband having to remarry to replace income. Right. And, and unfortunately, we know that happens, sure. you know, especially with children, you know, and then you got to maybe a miserable family, you know, pray that maybe that doesn't happen. But life insurance is bought by people who love their kids and love their wives and they want to take care of them financially so replace that income is so important the the third reason that people buy life insurance and this is the this is from from the people not from the agents of the in insurance industry is to transfer wealth or leave an inheritance equalize inheritance a lot of times you want to leave things equally. Well, it's it's almost impossible if you own business or you have different types of assets that are not going to be sold. Some people want the assets, some do not. But it's it's something that takes care of those final uh, decisions that need to be made at death. So it's very important. And it, again, it's just a good supplement for retirement income. We see a lot of people using that more and more every day. So what prevents people from owning life insurance? You know, what prevents that? Well, there's two two primary reasons uh, for not buying life insurance. It's too expensive, and they have other financial priorities. Wow. Now, that's the biggest reasons that, that you, especially the financial priorities, you need to buy it because if you have too much in financial priorities and something happens to you, Who's going to pay, pay for that? it? Yeah. yeah, who's going to pay for that? Who's going to pay the living expenses? How are you going to t send your kids to school? How are you going to take care of that debt? And <clears throat> first and foremost, you want to leave you leave your debt free and clear. So always own enough insurance to pay, pay that off. Make sure you don't have that. And, <clears throat> again, you need about seven years' worth of income as a minimum. You know, uh, that's a minimum. That's not a maximum. So, you know, there, you can have enough insurance to pay someone for the rest of their life. You know, is that necessary? Possibly is. Sure. You know, again, you have to depend. look at the individual. Uh, more than four in ten consumers say they haven't purchased life insurance because they don't know how much they need and how much they should buy. You know, so there, there's obviously some apps that you can go on your phone now and figure that out. 
you know, again, it's probably better to talk to professional because they're going to ask you questions you never thought about, and and it'd be good to have that information. More than a quarter of the Americans believe they would not qualify for insurance. You know, amazingly, people don't buy because they don't want to be turned down. Right. Well, that you know, the other side of that coin is more people are really going to be able to buy than what they think because they're insuring people today that they would not have insured 10, 20 years ago. If you can hear, if you can hear thunder and chew jello. That's right. That's right. <laughs> you can buy insurance. So, but not everyone. Sometimes people think they're healthier than what they are. So more than one third, <clears throat> excuse me, 35% of married couples with uh, dependent children want to speak to a financial professional. So that's kind of interesting. So you're not alone. You, it's <laughs> a lot of people think, well, I, I don't want to do that because so-and-so is not doing it, you know, but don't list to others, you know, do your homework, go talk to someone about what you need, what, what's important to you, how, what would happen financially if something happened to either the husband or the wife. It used to be just the husband got the insurance. Sure. Now, now it's just as important. And I've always said it's probably more important because that wife, if she's at home taking care of those kids, who are you going to get to take care of them? You know, so both of you need it. We just want to make you aware this month that it's something that is part of your foundational planning and uh, we believe that, that most people need insurance in most cases. All right, Jim, thank you so much. Great job as usual. Angela will be back with us next week. Enjoy the rain. Thank you for joining us for Life Planning 101, brought to you by Kennedy Financial Services of Eastland. Tune in every Monday morning at 830 on KATX and KWBY, and again on Saturday morning at 9 o'clock on KATX and KWBY for more Life Planning 101. Advisory services offered through Smart Money Group, LLC, a registered investment advisor. Securities offered through Calton & Associates, Incorporated, member FINRA, SIPC, Kennedy Financial Services, Services Incorporated is an independent of Calton and Associates Incorporated and Smart Money Group LLC.